Chapter 2 I will never forget that moment. The faint sound of Radio 2 and smell of roast pork tantalisingly wafting through from the kitchen. I was seated in our living room, watching Soccer AM. Just a normal Saturday. Saturday, 21st of May. The day of the FA Cup final. Mum entered the room, carrying a phone. She looked ashen-faced, almost lifeless. She gazed at me with sorrowful eyes, a tear forming slowly before rolling down her cheek. Even now, as I relive the moment, it still seems so vivid. The shock of seeing my mum's sad eyes. She usually had such happy eyes, even when engaged in the most mundane of activities. She was such a happy soul, I immediately knew something was seriously wrong. Peter, love, please could you turn the television off for a moment? She muttered softly. I did what she said straight away. Normally, I would tend to whinge for a little while about something not being fair, or that I might miss something crucial, or some other line that a normal 13-year-old would recite on the regular. This time, though, the television went off. What is it, Mum? Are you all right? I said, having already identified that she wasn't. At this point, my dad wandered in. He had been outside doing some gardening, and had come back to the house in search of something or other. His gardening was about to be brought to an abrupt halt. Dave, you'd better come and sit down too, Mum spluttered, barely able to get the sentence out before a sniffle and a sharp intake of breath. Whatever is it, my dear? My dad inquired, concerned about his normally cheerful wife's demeanour. My parents were not the sort of people to get involved in drama. They were calm people, always calm, incredibly calm. Very frustrating for a teenager in full tantrum mode, but that was them. Calm, happy, solid, consistent, generally lovely people. We didn't always see eye to eye on everything, but I knew I was loved and I knew they were good parents. Even if they had just inexplicably forced me to turn off one of my favourite shows, I wish they hadn't had to. Dave, Peter, my mum paused and took another breath. Peter, I've just been speaking to Gillian Finn and I'm afraid she's told me some really awful news. I'm so sorry. At this stage, I tried to convince myself Mum was about to tell me that our half-term camping trip was cancelled. Mrs Finn was my mum's friend and, coincidentally, the mum of my best friend Isaac, or Finney, as everyone called him. We were due to go on a camping trip for a few days to Waxham on the Norfolk coast, my family and his. I'd actually been looking forward to this for some time. The plan was for us to camp at the other end of the campsite to our parents, which just seemed incredibly adventurous and exciting, mainly because I knew that Finney would have some kind of mischief planned. He usually did. There's no easy way to say this, so I'm just going to... Mum continued, taking another two huge gulps of air mid-sentence. Yesterday, John and Isaac were in a car crash. I sat jolt upright now. I looked at Dad, had a face like he'd just been punched in the stomach. Neither of us were expecting this. Perhaps the campsite being double booked or Mr Finn being called away at short notice. Captain John Finn was in the army, or Air Force, or something along those lines. He didn't give too much away, not to me anyway. Certainly nothing like this though. It was a very serious accident and John and Isaac were taken to hospital by the air ambulance. John is in a really bad way. He's on life support 
and Gillian is there by his side. But Isaac... Mum looked at me. I looked at her. We were both crying now. She didn't really need to say anything else. I already knew. I could see it in her eyes, her demeanour. Dad moved to sit next to Mum, who was by now hovering near the sofa close to me. Mum took another massive intake of breath and summoned all her courage and strength to usher in what she knew would be the single worst moment of my young life. Isaac has gone. They tried to save him, but his injuries were just... He just he just couldn't. He's He's gone, love. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm... What do you mean he's gone? I asked in a flustered, barely comprehensible voice. He's, he's dead, Peter. I, Isaac has died, said Mum, in a matter-of-fact manner before bursting into tears. The rest of that day is a blur. I remember clinging on to Mum and Dad, crying my eyes out for what seemed like hours, but was probably only minutes. Then an empty feeling of nothingness took hold. I took myself to my room and just lay on my bed, staring at the ceiling, lying and staring.